Welcome to my show. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. So what's going on? What's new? Uh, you know, uh, just trying to get everything going in my life. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That sounds, uh, um, sounds like a lot. It is, yeah. Uh, followed, I've fallen behind a bit, and I'm trying to pick myself back up. Well, that's good. As long as you're trying, right? Yeah. So I wanna, I wanna get in. Uh, I wanna get into it real quick. Uh, the reason I want you on my show is because I want to talk about astrology. Astrology. Yes. Okay. And I know you are one of the few people that knows a lot regarding astrology. So I wanted to prick your brain on, um, and I wanted to prick your brain and, and, and your thoughts on it. I wanted to know how, um, how, how, how did you first uh, stumble upon astrology and what caused uh, your attention to it so much? Okay, so it started really young. It started as like a kid being like five or six and everybody in the family repped their own signs really hard you know mm-hmm. both parents are, were leos very proud leos <laughs> um my grandparents were very proud scorpios um and you know even my grandfather has a big Scorpio chain. So astrology, the basics of it were always just like there. Um, and also just kind of being a part of your identity. Um, my older cousin, Sarah, who's a Capricorn, she was also already into astrology and much older than me. And she had books on it. And that's when it started. So I started reading astrology books at that age. And it started like a child-like interest. So it started with reading books. And then it went on to going on to websites catered to children about astrology. Um, And the interest didn't really start fully forming until I was about still kind of young, like 12. And I started learning about something more special called a birth chart, where basically you aren't just a Leo You know, you aren't just a Scorpio. There's a lot more workings behind the scenes that go in with astrology. And that's when it really started for me. Wow. That's that's incredible. Um, That balance between having two parents, Leos, and having having grandparents that were both uh, Scorpion. uh, that that ballad must be uh was probably tremendous, right? Um like how was that? Yeah. How because I know your your mom and your dad are Leo and then your grandparents. How how different of people they are. Well oh. but that's the thing. So basically like people, you know, you you could be a Leo, your mom could be a Scorpio, you know, I could like I'm a Scorpio, my mom's a Leo. But um we are very different people, but at the end of the day, we are still like family. I was raised by a Leo, so I still inherit, in a way, certain certain traits, certain traits or characteristics that wouldn't be normally pertaining to my sign anyway. Uh, there are just certain core distinct differences, you know, whereas. A Scorpio is generally characterized by being more secretive or mysterious. Um, My grandparents may sometimes have that effect where they never are trying to talk about their own lives, but rather about going on other people's lives, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, A Leo sometimes can also be secretive, but in a different way. So in that way, like, For my mom, for example, she took in that secretive side from her parents, you know, but still, if you're being successful a bit, you know, that's where the Leo's different, you know, you might post a success, you know, you might share in success, 
where Scorpio may not even share a success. You know, not because like they want to necessarily keep it a secret, but because they don't feel the need to share the success either. Got it. Got it. So what's mm-hmm. what's like what's like normal traits for for a Scorpio? Because I know like people have like oh that's Leo or that's a Libra or that's definitely mm-hmm. a, 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 a or is that Taurus Toro Taurus yeah yeah Taurus sign. So like what's what are the most common uh, like features or traits that that a Scorpio tends to have that you know if somebody's walking the street. You know, or maybe I'm just going into depth, you know, too detailed. Mm-hmm. But like, what are like, because my son is a, my, my son's a, a Scorpio. He uh, was born November 12th and he's a Scorpio. Um, so like, what traits can I expect from a Scorpio? Um, so Scorpio, generally their characteristics are embodied by, you know, a mysteriousness to them. Um, they always have a mysteriousness to them. They're considered highly charismatic. Scorpio is usually given a big stereotype of being kind of like sexual beings, but that mm-hmm. has to go into the charisma part of it and the mysterious part of it. You know, a lot of people treat mysterious to like, you know, a sexy thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they're also considered very, very fierce, actually. Um, care, like Fears as in like somebody would fear them or their appearance or the way they carry themselves can be fearful. So this does depend on the Scorpio, but it can be very different. Um, sometimes the way they may present themselves, even in public, they may seem like offstandish, like not the person you would approach, you know? Yeah. Or they could be super alluring to you, so you do want to get to know them, but they may not also tell you about them to got ever it. get to really know them. Got um, got they can be fierce for their family, so they're considered a very strong sign because they actually share this with Leo. They're a fixed sign, so they're stubborn. You know? They're... They think the way they go about things is the right way, basically, kind of, you know. So they could be their fierceness comes out in their family or when they're whatever they hold dear to them feels attacked. That's when they come out, you know, they, the little stinger, you know, yeah. kind of, is it a metaphor, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that little stinger. All right. So let me ask you, I know this is kind of uh, ignorant questions. Uh, on my behalf because I'm not too uh, knowledgeable when it comes to horoscopes. When it comes to horoscopes, like uh, the Chinese, right? Uh, am I saying that correctly? I apologize if I'm not. Yeah, the Chinese zodiac cats like more than twelve, right? Does that go? Does that is that almost symbolize the same thing as our traditional zodiac signs, or is it different and and because so, they have more, right? They have more. They have so many more animals. And So if I'm not mistaken, I do think they are still characterized by 12 different animals still. Mm-hmm. Uh, they stick to animals, something that um, are West, because this is considered Western astrology, what we're talking about right now. Okay. Um, they still have 12 signs, but it's all animals where the Western doesn't necessarily have all animals. Because, like, a Libra, for example, isn't animal-based, you know, or yeah. Sagittarius. Um, so Chinese does uh, draw on just animals. They also draw on elements, so, like, metal, wood, fire. They do do that as well. So and the a, biggest... Like, elements mm-hmm. factors in, inside their zodiac. Yeah, Western astrology does too, but it's um very different. Got it. Um, so yeah, so Chinese zodiac. The biggest difference about them is their their zodiac changes every year, whereas Western we change every month and a half or so. You know. Mhm. Mhm. There's there's about a month for every sign in Western astrology, so we go through twelve signs every year. 
Whereas Chinese zodiac, it's one sign for the whole year. If you're born in that year, you're that sign, just like everybody else. So, like, one year is like, I don't know, the dragon. The next year is the, the tiger. Yeah, exactly. So, so every, every 12 years, the, you, you'll, you'll touch finally the full. You'll restart. Got it, got it. Yeah. That's, that's very interesting. Um, I, I read something about that. Um, I, I, I don't know if this is true, but just to pick your brain a little bit. So, every zodiac, at least from the Western side, right, on our side, Mm-hmm. represents a uh, a planet right yeah mm-hmm. so what happens uh, i must have, i can't remember so long ago uh, I, I read something about that they found uh more planets and that because they found more planets our zodiac uh that we use on a daily basis uh doesn't or is like doesn't match up coincide with one another are, are you talking about specifically when they introduced a new zodiac sign to the to our to our zodiac? They did. There was a thing at one point that kind of went hand in hand with that, where our the way we had did the zodiacs originally didn't the the signs originally didn't match up, and they threw in a thirteenth sign. It had actually. It depends on like the astrologer, but like that sign is kind of considered non-existent. What what um, sign? Like what what was the animal or element? What? So I, I, I have no, no knowledge of that. I honestly. I, I forgot how it was pronounced, but it's like Ophidius or something. It's it's like it's like if I'm not mistaken, it was symbolized by like snakes or something mm. along those lines. And it's not really used. The zodiac still remained the same. And the way we, the planets were studied according to signs still remained the same. Got it. So like, mm-hmm. if, if um, that new sign would, 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 um, would come into play, right? How would, how, how would you classify, you know, a child born under that, like, because every every month, it's a um, a zodiac sign. Hi, buddy. So um, so like basically, what do you call it? It's like it's hard to say necessarily. Like if they were born under a sign, what they would have been or characterized as because the way if I'm not mistaken the way that sign was thrown in it would have pushed all the signs towards the end of the year off right yeah um and it it's basically in the middle of like two different signs like times a point like time right like dates so it's like it took characteristics borrowed from other traits to make up that sign Okay. So that sign basically has a little bit of everything then. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, because it's like so, like, it came out so much later and it's like really disregarded. It you mean, takes you mean away from decades like, and decades and decades and decades later? Yeah, actually, more like centuries later. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like completely disregarded and it, it would share basically the characteristics of the two signs it would have been in the middle of. You got what I'm saying? Yeah. I have a special guest behind me. Oh, yes, my little Scorpio. How you doing? How you doing, Chunky Monks? So, like, what kind of music, right? What kind of music does a Scorpio, like, you know that every Scorpio will listen to that. Like, what... What kind of music I mean, to? I guess it still all ultimately depends. You know, a stereotypical answer would be probably something like rock, you know, something grungy. If it's hip-hop, still something with heavy beats in it. Um, but again, it, it all looks like depends on the Scorpio because um, of the birth chart, which I was talking about earlier. It talks about every other 
underlying thing going on, like astrology wise with you. Yeah. So sometimes there may be a Scorpio who is born that does have a certain characteristics of a Scorpio, but because of that birth chart that they have, they were born under or with, they may not seem like a Scorpio at all, you know? Yeah. So because they, uh, I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. That is that's um that is very interesting because especially the horoscope, at least in the Latin community, it's it's very popular. Like I remember uh, growing up, and uh, my grandparents and my aunt used to used to um, buy the newspaper, and the first thing it would go and, and it was the horoscope section, and yeah. they would, and they would read it, they would read it, and you'll see them pondering their thoughts, and they would read it. And they like this is you know they'll live through that, and mm-hmm. you know they'll make the they'll make that day on um, this is what horoscope said, and this is mm-hmm. what's gonna happen. And at the bottom it had a lucky number, and they play that lucky number, uh, lucky number in the lotto, and hopefully they got you know, uh, you know they won, but yeah. it's 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 very popular. Like what? Why do you think? Why do you think they? You know. They, they they live through that and they trust it so much. So I do think and believe that on on one part as a society, like getting to know about your sign or what your sign represents or the characteristics that come with your sign. I think that does come from on one hand, you know, it's like the same feeling as doing personality quizzes online. You know, you feel like if you read it and you under you relate to what your sign is describing, yeah. it's kind of feeling like you're relating to something. You were seen by that, you know? And you'll attach yourself to it because you feel like, you know, a cancer reads what a cancer is and relates to it so much. They're like, that's a part of my identity, you know? And um, to read about the horoscope, it kind of just, draws into the whole feeling of like you know you're being seen you know this is something for you you know this is your sign and um and especially overall the way horoscopes are or have been given to society or to uh just a group of people it will always come with you know there's a negative side but there's always a positive if you ever look at horoscopes, they will, even if you have a negative horoscope, they will still give you a positive at the end of the day. And everybody loves to read about positivity, especially yeah. if it has to do with you and luck. Like when know? I first, uh, when I first learned about horoscope, I think uh, it was watching my grandparents watch Walter Mercado. Like I know you know Walter Mercado. I'm not sure if he, okay. if he was um, a big influence on, influence on you learning as well. But I know my grandparents used to sit, uh, like, was it a Rojo Vivo or a, some, some, some show that they would wait for, like, certain certain time, and they would sit in front of the TV and just wait and listen. And then he, he would say, I remember he, uh, my grandmother was watching it, and he was uh, talking about one of my uncle's sign. And he was saying, "You gotta, you gotta wear a a, a, a red lasso, or, or it was something red he had to wear, so he could give him good luck." And my my grandmother literally, you know, went up and down looking for my uncle just to give him a red lasso, put it on him, and he had to walk through that for that whole, that whole week. Like lay, like. Walter Mercado specifically. He became, especially before online astrology and online astrology communities were a thing, Walter was basically like a messiah for like astrology, you yeah, know? And then in the 80s he, and 90s, he was, he was huge. It was huge. Yeah, he, he spoke the equivalent to like astrology Bible for many people. And he, I do remember him a lot. I loved him a lot growing up, actually, as have a you, child. Have you, have you gotten to watch the documentary they have on, on Netflix? Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty good. A, 
they made a wonderful point in that documentary, and I do think it's part of the reason he was so listened to and was so, um, you know, adored by so many people, even people that didn't necessarily believe in astrology like that but would still tune in. It had to do with not only his show, with the fact that he would dress so elegant and be so, so flamboyant, you know, so flamboyant and theatrical and what he did. It was also having to do, again, with that main message of that positivity. And it's true. He did the same thing. You know, even if necessarily it may be unlucky what he was telling you, don't worry, though, because there's still something good on a part yeah, of your there, there's still there, There's still that positive um, factor that he, that reassuring that doesn't matter. You know, he's letting you know it doesn't matter what happens. You know, everything's going to be okay. And I, that's what exactly. I, I think I agree with you 100%, that people gravitated to him so much because he wasn't trying to be mean. He was just trying to be nice. He, you know, and I think that's what's wrong with the world nowadays that we don't have enough. Uh, just be nice. I mean, everybody has to have a reason, you know, and I don't think to have a, to be nice, you have to have a reason. Just say, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's why he impacted a culture. Because he, he was Hispanic. You know, he's Puerto Rican, you know. Yeah. In Luro. Um, and he impacted America. He impacted people in India and around the globe. People that could even speak Spanish, you know, learned it because of him. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, in today's world where astrology is, has moved mostly to online, you know, um, I will say that overall, it is still a very positive thing to get into. Um, it's still a very positive thing to learn about, even if you're not necessarily into the future telling stuff, the horoscope kind of thing. Um, just knowing more about like what a birth chart is, what your birth chart specifically is for yourself. And just learning about these things and interacting with what astrology is in a more deeper way mm-hmm. can actually end up benefiting you. Now, for, you know? for people listening that don't really know what's a birth chart, can you explain, you know, glance a little bit on top and explain what, what is, a, what is a, uh, a birth chart for the people that don't know? Um, so basically a birth chart... So as you have mentioned before, um, like signs are ruled by planets, right? And birth chart kind of takes in a little bit of like astronomy, which is looking at the planets itself. Mm-hmm. And it takes a bit of astrology. Um, so the way astrology even works, like the way, the reason why I say you're a Leo and I'm a Scorpio is because when we were born, our planet, like Earth, was in a specific, like, it was sitting in a specific place in its orbitation. So it was in the path of Leo or in the path of of Scorpio, which are star constellations. You get what I mean? Um, so when you are born, a birth chart takes all the planets, um, and where they were aligned during the time of your birth, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. Just give me one sec. I'm having technical difficulties here. No problem. What? This died. No worries. I will... All right, got it. We're back. Sorry, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. All right, got it. Perfect. Okay. Um, So, yeah, so when you're born, basically, it takes, like, what the plan, how the planets were aligned, right, when you were born, 
and basically see where each planet was falling in, which sign, right? Um, and once it calculates it, like a chart, you know, you will see the planets that they show will be the sun, which is basically um, the sign you're born under that everybody knows. You have your moon, which is technically not a planet itself, but it is a major body, uh, you know, it's a major uh, body in space, you know, it's a major deal. So that is still taken into account. And so are the rest of the planets. So, you know, Mercury, Venus, um, your Mars, and they also take in your Jupiter, your Saturn, they even take in your Pluto. Um, now, the major parts of your chart that affects you as an individual is considered your Sun, your Moon, your Venus, and your Mars, those four signs. Uh, oh, and your Mercury, I'm sorry, so five. Um, the reason they're considered the ones that have to affect you more personally, one-on-one, -on -one, is because this has to go with, like, astronomy side, like, actual space, like, knowledge. Um, those, those things all move quickly, you know? They have a much more shorter turnaround in how long it takes for them to do a full rotation, you know? So, especially say like the moon, the moon changes phases every few days. So, even though you are a Leo with your own chart, with your own moon and everything, somebody that could have been born at nighttime from you, say you were born in the morning and somebody was born at nighttime, they could have the same exact chart as you, but they'll have a different moon, which will make them a slightly different person from you instinctively, mm -hmm. you know? That's that's very interesting. Do you think? And here's and here's uh, this is this is very important. What I want to ask: Do you think yeah. because knowing this chart and and horoscope and all this information, uh, and just because, like you stated before, each you know sign has the the different different trait of characters, that mm -hmm. this may be help. I'm, I don't know, maybe like science and people with mental health and, and people that because of these traits, you, you know, they're able to help them. You know, somebody, let's say that has, is suffering depression, somebody, you know, I don't know, you know, so many things is out there, but do you think that knowing this information and knowing that, you know, Leo, he has this, uh, you know, he has anger issues, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's you know, it's like, it's rarely one out of five people that are Leo are not angry. It's very rare. But do you know if this can help them anyway? I I do believe it does, um, especially going as deep as looking up what your chart is. You know, I do think it's very valuable information for somebody to know about themselves because um, it it can tell you so much about yourself. You know, it's kind of like a personality thing so it's like it'll tell you things you already know but it can also tell you things about yourself that you you kind of know about yourself but you don't know how to develop yeah. you know um there are people that feel like they they can be very social or very outgoing but they don't know how to or you know they can feel again like that that they fall head into first into things without fully thinking what they're throwing themselves into, right? Those type of things. A chart can break those things down for you, explain why or what's going on with that and how to better yourself in that front, you know? It's basically a blueprint to yourself and a blueprint to perhaps achieve your best kind of life for you because everybody has personal needs to live a fulfilled life you know yeah i definitely think it uh it helps you know because certain people tend to be lost and i think uh somewhat of it can help uh people find themselves you know and and have better understanding of themselves so that you know they better themselves you know it's self-improvement i yeah. think it's, it's i think it's very important um my thing is like we live in an age that 
I feel like everything is so is like everything is so full. We're stuck in traffic. So, you know, like you, you, you're well educated on this topic. And, but I'll bet you if I sit with somebody else, they'll also have a different view and just don't have the same, I want to say passion, but same weight of education. Like you don't, it's so like, it's so heavy. It's so full that you don't know who's giving you, you know, the right information or the right horoscope or, you know, giving you the right feeling that it's, it's purpose is to give you, you know, like going back to Walter Mercado, Walter Mercado, you know, he'll say what he will say, but he at the end, it will still be positive. A lot of people do this horrible thing and don't give you the same satisfaction or, or even pride you the hope you need. You know, that's why, that's why, you know, people just buy the newspaper so they can uh, just read that short sentences to make themselves feel better and feel connected with themselves and with the world. Yeah. Um, you know, I do think, first, I do think astrology does get a bad, has had a bad reputation um, because in terms of mainstream or it being easily accessible bigger audience, it does have to do with horoscopes, like just horoscopes, which are basically telling you like, you know, future tellings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, more so about focusing on you as an individual, you know? And that's where many people will not believe in astrology or just disconnect from astrology because they have that feeling of, well, I'm a Cancer or I'm a Taurus, but so is yeah. like a million other people in this world. And how does this all apply to a million people in this world? Yeah, you like, know? I don't know if you ever uh, heard about Miss Cleo. Oh, wait, give me one second. Hold on. I don't hear you. Give me one second. Okay, hello? I don't, I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Miss Cleo. She oh, was yeah, like, I love like, Miss Cleo. Of course, Miss Cleo for your fever reading. I know yeah, she got she got cool. caught she got caught uh damn it's so long ago I, I was a kid when I when I first heard of this uh you know she got caught because everything's fraud like back in the yeah. days in the 90s it was real big because everyone everyone was like even even the detectives to solve a case they were they were you know contact a uh one of these astrologists that could tell the future or past and it was a fraud. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know nowadays in, in, in the, the 2020 era, because everything is so gray nowadays that you don't, you, well, I can't honest, I can't tell. It's, but um, fucking yeah, Miss Cleo, man. Call for your free rating. Just psych it. 2800. Yeah. See, so stuff like that is what started getting. Um... It gets it gets you even it gives even worse reputation. Yeah. But at this like now where we're at in astrology or even in like online community and all that type of thing, it's more so. It's kind of like a, a science of sorts because we are we do bring in now birth charts into play. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you get an online reading from an astrologer, you know a good reading would be them breaking down your birth chart and not just telling you your future. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a good, the way to tell if you've gotten a good reading from an astrologer is if they can break down your whole birth chart, let you know your whole birth chart and maybe even give you maybe some of that future tellings, but pertaining to your birth chart instead of an umbrella um, horoscope of the future. Got it. Um, you know, because I, I learned so much from you when we sit down, you know, not just here right now in the podcast, but even when you're outside and you sit down um, and, and you start breaking down because, you know, I know for, for a fact when we, we have sit down in the past and have our conversation, I get to le- learn a little bit better myself. When you when you take down, you break it down, and hey, usually this happens, 
and you know this uh this characteristic this that you have is this distant why why you know and just break it down and i think it's it's so amazing because people can't break it down you yeah know, people will give you and i know this for a fact because i grew up i grew up in a in a in a time that i grew up with a lot of old people yeah and they will talk to you about everything and that you know everything was a sign or as a prediction or i could see into the future but nobody broke it down yeah like the way when we speak and have our conversation you break it down that you you give the understanding of hey this is why it might be happening it's not like oh i'm predicting the future and you're gonna fall you know yeah excuse me and and i think that's why it's so special that's why i wanted to on the podcast today so people could get a feel and first, to not just believe anything anybody tells them, but also uh, a further education on, you know, you, you don't have to um, really wait for somebody to tell you. You can also do your own research and educate, educate yourself. Yeah. Now, I know you don't have much time, but I have this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, when it, and um, I don't really talk about music uh i'm not really into the you know the no the the new age i'm pretty much old school but uh you know a lot and i like i said i enjoy having having our conversations now i want to talk a little bit about music and i want to see if you know a little bit about this because i'm curious to know so um megan stallone right she got shot in the foot Mm -hmm. right and um, now Tory Lanez came out with his albums called uh, Star Bright or Star Day, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, each song, I think I've, I, I listened to like maybe three or four songs mm-hmm. in order. I think it's either the first one and the second one that states something about how you get shoot in your foot and the bullet doesn't hit any tendons or bone. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't really, you know, continue. But I, I wanted to know the story. I want to know your thoughts about it. The Megan and Tori thing. Yeah. Okay, so I. I mean, it's no. It, I actually because I know you're 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 well aware, well aware of pop culture. I don't have yeah. nobody else to talk to or ask. I'm just curious. No, it's okay. I do think in general, Meg hasn't lied about that nor has tried hiding the fact from all of that, you know. Um, She's gone as far as posting her blood, like, her foot online, you know, uh, her cast, her little, like, cast she had on it and everything. And even from a publicity end of things, you don't want to be the person that gets known as the person who got shot in the foot, you know. Um. So to say that she has gone to this whole extent to this point to still um to just lie about it to get even more fame or more pub- publicity or to make Tori look bad she doesn't gain anything from making Tori look bad in the first place really she doesn't gain anything from that and on the pub- publicity end of things you don't want to be known as a person who got shot in the foot, yeah. <laughs> you know? Do, like, do we know, is it, like, uh, public, I don't even know how to ask, like, has like, it, has it been ha- confirmed? Yeah, like, no, by- not, not has it been confirmed, has, has the authorities got into the, you know, have his, because I, I I've so, read nothing or heard nothing about him getting arrested or an investigation or incarceration. I mean, because get, you shot somebody. That's that's yeah. fucking like five to ten, right? Yeah. So if I'm if I'm as far as I'm aware, I think the case was still open. Like they were still actively working on the case, um, which is why, you know, if you're the person that is being supposedly like guilty or being investigated against. You can't necessarily, you know, just admit that you did that while the yeah. But it's it's a he he like in some way or form. If you shoot somebody, right, 
and like she's stating it, it was Tory Lane, it was Tory Lane, it was Tory Lane's. He should be in police custody until proven guilty. You know, he shouldn't. He, he shouldn't be out on the open or dropping a new album or on uh, uh, nothing to that extent because the way the law works, until you're proven guilty, you need a, you know a courtroom. But yeah, you know, you're in contempt. You're 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 somebody's accusing you, which it's illegal. It, it's it's not just you know you, you basically shot somebody. You know. Mm-hmm. It's almost like attempted murder, you know. I, I'm not sure about the law. I apologize if I'm butchering this. But uh, what I'm trying to say is you shot somebody. They accuse you. They know who you are. You're a public figure. You're not, you know, some Joe around the street that nobody knows, you know. Yeah. You're a platinum artist. Yeah, bro. You're supposed to be either at least locked in your house and to further notice and he, I think he lives in L.A., I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And or used to be in jail waiting for trial. Yeah. Waiting, waiting to be proven guilty. Or Honestly, I'm not too sure about that side. I'm not sure if he was taken into custody, the bill was paid, or what necessarily was the thing revolving around that. But the way I kind of basically see it is, if this was all fake or this was all like, you know, a ruse or something and Megan was trying to gain some fame off of this, perhaps Megan would have put out a song, at least one song with a, with a line or with a verse pertaining to what happened, you know? And she has done nothing of the sort. In fact, she put out WAP with Cardi B that has nothing to do with that. Yeah. Made it the number one single, you know? I mean, I would think that, you know, the way usually music uh, it's understood is at its best is when you're going through something, you know, like you go back to 2000 something when Usher brought, um, made, uh, was it Confession? He was going through some shit. So music is at its best when you're trying to uh, vent and and show emotion. I, I would think, you know, at least in a rap, that rap is very explicit, you know, don't sugarcoat shit. You know, she will come up with something like that. But and... I do think it goes back to the whole she just doesn't want to be always known as the the one who got shot in the foot. You yeah, know? but like, if, if, if that's all you talk, like, you go to the medias and, you know, that's all they're talking about. That's all they're talking about. And she has made, in fact, live videos and have posted about it actively, you know, crying and saying, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't want to speak about this anymore. And if you, that if you don't, you don't, you don't do that. That's, that's, uh, that's. I I'm think so- like it's something that was starting to get not necessarily put away, but we were starting to wind down on the publicity of all of it until Tory Lane just dropped his album again and put it right back again to the front of the conversation. Yeah. I mean, this time. Uh, it's not about her. It's about him now. Saying his his story, his point of view, in which the songs, uh, each song has a, a a slight, you know, you know, I want to say jab because I I, I haven't listened to uh, the full album, but you know, throw something in there to put a story. And uh, a lot of the things I've heard and read through social media, because not even the fucking news report this. Um, you know, people are like sitting back and like, um, these, there's a problem between these two and it should be left that way. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, basically stop opinionating and there's something you need to step back and, you know, just leave it on them. That's that's mm-hmm. their problem. And then, but then you have Rick Ross that um, didn't probably didn't listen to the album and started just drawing, you know, jabs at, at him, at, you know, like crazy. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't know because it's like when when Chris Brown uh, put his hands on Rihanna, he was in jail. He he got criticized, and I think Tory Lane hasn't got that ex- serious extent of of just backlash as Chris Brown did. I mean. Granted, though, did you ever read the police report as to what happened that night between Chris and Rihanna? Um, 
they were supposed. I know they were supposed to meet at an award show, and then they were found arguing. He, you know, they fought in their, um, what was it in their uh, Lamborghini? You know, that's when you know you got rich problem when you're fighting in a Lamborghini. Yeah, the fight had started in the Lamborghini and then continued, I think, to the house. And I do remember back then they were trying to push some of the blame onto Rihanna, right, for what happened. But if you read the police reports as to what occurred or how they even found Rihanna and everything, like what really happened, he pulled like a horrific, like, domestic abuse like no excuse for the extent you know of the things he did right and the thing with the Tory Lane is just that even when it happened like when it fresh happened nobody was trying to really explain the total like everything about it you know yeah they weren't trying to even explain what they were doing at Kylie's house in the first place you know I was at Kylie's house that happened, like, by her house, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't even explained what they were doing around there. They weren't even explaining, like, who was all together there. Was it really just her and him? Or was there other people there? Um, they never even explained the fight, you know? They never even explained, like, how he got that gun out and just started shooting. Like, they just never explained the full event of it, you know? And a lot of it's been kept vague. A lot of it's been kept... Yeah, uh, I, when if, when the, the story first came out, um, supposedly they were saying that she she was basically fucking him up. And in order for her to stop, he, you know, because he's known for carrying a gun, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he, you know, he, she shot his foot. You know... If that's true or not, I don't know, but... Um, There's also, like, the one where it's just, like, he was really drunk, you know? And got angry in an argument with her. The other thing I think he's trying to insinuate is that she was jealous of the fact that he, he was feeling on Kylie. <laughs> hmm. Like, it seems like there's just a lot of roundabout excuses or just, like these other stories being made to try to take away the fact that makes it seem like Tori is straight up a bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he's already a bad guy if he's shot in the foot, you know? My thing is, um, maybe because it's it's this, uh, this pandemic that's been occurring for quite some time already, mm-hmm. he, he hasn't... Um, received so much backlash but yet again we live in a social media time so you know you don't really need to go anywhere just from your phone and and people talking and whatnot should be enough because what happened with with chris brown and rihanna that time we in technology wise we um weren't so much advanced as where we're advanced now and he got his he got ridiculed his, his, mm-hmm. I think he got dropped from so many sponsors, shows, and, and whatnot, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe because Torland's Canadian. Yeah, he is Canadian. And, uh, I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I want to know the outcome of it. I want to know. I do, too. I, I think... Want, I, I think Tori deserves to be punished in some kind of way. <laughs> but what what if what if it all was a lie? What if you know you got so much fucking money because she's she signed I think to Rock Nation, right? I'm not sure who she signed to actually. Because I, that's because she came out with that song with Beyonce. I think she she signed with uh, Rock Nation. But let's say if she if she signed with Rock Nation, right? Contain mm-hmm. that thought for a minute and. You got to remember, Rock Nations is part of Jay-Z organization, right? Mm-hmm. And Jay-Z was the same person that once Rihanna called him and he and he had the situation with Chris Brown, he went for his neck. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it's a personal or, you know, maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but 
you know, things got difficult for Chris, Chris Brown. You know? And yeah. Maybe maybe it is all I and uh the reason Tory Lane is getting all this backlash is because he fucks with six six and nine. You think? I don't know, but nowadays you can't, you know, like I said, we live in an age everything is such a gray line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back in the day of Tashaki, Tashaki, whatever, 6 9 if mm-hmm. he would have snitched, he would have been dead a long time ago. The first, yeah. I think the first time he would have gotten locked up, he would have been dead. Yeah. You know, but now he's running, he's running, he's running everywhere and he's trying to beg for an interview. And, you know, when he first came out, he was making videos from his house. Mm-hmm. Now this is this one famous video of him, you know, you saying, "Are oh, you mad? You mad?" And uh, because a song came out, some shit like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, he would have been dead. I do agree. So I I'm not sure how he's been unharmed in every way. And he's walking around with a damn wig. I don't know how he's unharmed in any way. Like he's not harmed at all. I saw I saw this video of him getting like it, it appeared to be like recent. Mm-hmm. But I, I I saw this video of him like getting his ass whooped mm-hmm. and like he hit, going as far that he shat, he shat his pants. And and uh, yeah, and I don't know if it's like they pulled it off the media, mm-hmm. but it, it appeared to be recently because he recently had a cast in his arm, right? Oh, that was back. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, it, it appeared to be recent. Now he's walking around New York, Los Angeles, you know, everywhere where just enjoying his money. Because he's definitely making no money. <laughs> but yeah. So, thank you for joining me. It's been uh, a pleasure. I'll have you back soon. Um, I'll be looking forward to it. Thank you for joining us. Uh, just, you know, check out her Instagram. Check her out. She's active. Uh, give, you know, let us know where to follow you at. Okay, so you can follow me on Dulcita, period, underscore, on Instagram. Dulcita. Uh, yeah. Honestly, that's my only social media. <laughs> All right, well. After this, hopefully she gets big. Hopefully. Thank you and have a good night. Thank you, you too. Ma. Bye. Bye. <laughs>